A few weeks ago, we uh, discussed the city of Cape Town being granted permission by the courts to start the process of issuing notices of intent to evict for those living on the streets and encampments in some areas of the CBD and along the Atlantic seaboard. But Carlos Mesquite is a name that's largely synonymous with uh, uh, the fate and the plight of people seeking simply the basic rights uh, that should be afforded to people who are experiencing homelessness. He has made an appeal to the city of Cape Town to be realistic about the task at hand. The city says that they have plans for safe spaces for beds of up to 350 people. But Carlos Mosquita, along with what they call CEOs, community engagement officers, they've been crunching the numbers. They've been doing a head count of how many uh, homeless people they are particularly in the cape town cbd they say that 350 bids is nowhere near enough carlos mosquito joins me now on the line he's a activist for homeless persons uh, rights carlos thanks so much for joining us uh first do we you, have an in- indication um they are in terms of broader homelessness across the the cape metro we we're running into uh the tens of thousands of people who Correct. are considered homeless but let's narrow it to the cape town cbd you've been doing the task of doing a head count of how many people would be considered experiencing homelessness in the cbd alone how many people are yes. we talking about we are talking about 4692 at the moment and it's not a completed uh count as yet and that is totally out of the ballpark of what the city said. It ha- it's preparing some 300, 350 bed space in its, uh, in its what they call its safest space area. Exactly. And I mean, that particular safe space that they are referring to in the Greenpoint area, I don't think is going to be ready by, the, uh, by April because the mayor has himself admitted that they are going into court with a shy of 200 beds on offer to the court for the evictions. Mm. So it really doesn't make any sense to me why go through this whole process um, and you are basically offering 180-odd beds uh, to people that we are are looking at thousands. And this is only the areas that we have specifically focused where they're going to be doing the evictions at the moment. You've now written an open letter to the city of Cape Town and particularly the mayor, Jordan Hill. Lewis. What, what, What are you calling for? Well, basically, we'd like to sit down. I don't think I'm the only one. I know that uh, there are other parties involved that are uh, wanting to speak to him and giving uh, other ideas because the city has to, at some point in time, take responsibility that this actually happened because of historically how they had handled the situation with homeless people. You know, people were living in drains before Strandfontein. They were living up on the mountain, down the cliffs. And with the moratorium, um, they came out. And now they are out. And uh, uh, what's happening in the CBD specifically uh, along uh, Strand Street is that the people that were living in, on the outskirts that had been pushed out during the Soccer World Cup and during all sorts of other interventions came back into the city because they saw that people were getting away with having tents up with the moratorium. So these people started moving back in. Most of them are uh, daily traders. They trade up on the deck. And so it's easy for them now to just go down the stairs and stay at their tent or wherever. So they're saving money on petrol. And all of this is what has uh, brought the um, numbers up in the CBD. But they have always been homeless. It's just that they were pushed out uh, during other, you know, big um, events, uh, as happened now again with Greenpoint with the uh, um, E Grand Prix. And so these people then come back. 
And when they come back, the city has no way of uh, handling it. And what's happened now since the week prior to the mayor having made the announcement of the courts having granted them permission to issue those notices is that the law enforcement agencies mm. have gone back in there and they do not have the, the legal permission to actually do this. But what they have been doing for the last three weeks is they've actually been moving people and they have been forcing people through again through the you know the uh, abusive manner that they normally do. And that I need to get an answer from the mayor whether he approves of that because that is not what the court has ordered. Um, Carlos, you, 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 in your open letter, you speak about uh, we do not want to go down the same road as some cities in the USA. Um, yes. w- what do you mean by that in terms of when I've traveled to to some parts of, 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 of the US, I'd, I'd, I, I enjoyed walking the cities that I visited and I often found what would be called um, the skid rows of yeah. downtown. It's where we have yeah. the encampment of of particularly homeless people in those yeah. areas often warned by police or by friends oh don't go there because um you know uh, antisocial ills crime is rife in 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 those areas if what do you mean by you don't want the well, same road as cities because what i see in many parts here in Parts around the city, I, I I see something that is similar to what I've experienced as skid rows in the U.S. before. Very much so, and it's going to go there. There's no doubt about it. It's not going to just stop. And this is where we, I personally, um, do not like uh, what the encampments look like and the uh, hygienic problem that we have there. But then again, you know, the facilities aren't there because these are illegal camps at the moment, and we don't want to go to the point where. We cannot, can no longer handle the situation. At the moment, as it is, the city doesn't want to basically admit that people are moving in from the outskirts and moving into the city for financial reasons, economic reasons, and those that they put out before are now back in here. So if we are going to do the same thing again, which is what's happened the last three weeks, I've been present where law enforcement has been forcefully removing people in order to, when they get to April and get to court, they'll be able to say, okay, well, these are the only people left in those areas and we've got beds for them, it's 200-odd people. Um, they're not going to get a right to move 4,692 people and the ones that they are moving out are going to come back in and it's going to get to a stage where the city is not really, they're not going to manage uh, physically. I don't think they realize how many people are living under the bridges and um, especially, it's actually quite ironic because, I mean, the city opens their safe spaces under bridges and it seems to me as if the homeless have taken that on as the biggest uh, new thing because we are finding most of the people on highways and byways where they are underneath bridges and, you know, in um, bushes near the, the bridges, etc. So um, it's going to become, get to a point where the public is really, I mean, as it is, the public is upset because of the way it looks. And there are ways that we can bridge over. I don't expect the city to open up 5,000 bed spaces at the moment, but there are ways of actually taking those encampments and doing away with the little encampments we have everywhere. And I'm going to shock you now because, I mean, this is something that I haven't even spoken about before, but I am going to suggest that we have a bridge over a period where ward councillors get called in now and form community. The continuums of care in the, each ward and each ward allocate an area where everybody that is now sleeping in 20 encampments gets put into that one encampment but not like in Strandfontein where it's a controlled environment by the city but where continuum of care actually has a place where they can start offering services and where we can start looking at the numbers because I mean I've invited the city to become part of the uh, 
uh, everybody. So you're suggesting campaign. creation of a safe space, which the city is already I, doing. Well, no, I'm not suggesting because there's no way that they can physically. Or um, I'm actually talking about a tent encampment area mm-hmm. because we've got them already. So what I'm suggesting is for a bridging period, because we are talking about 4,692. Mm-hmm. And you must understand there's a big misconception amongst the Etonians at the moment. They think that with the announcement means that the, even in their area, so somebody in Friedehoek, uh, somebody in um, Maitland, everybody's thinking that everybody that they see on the streets that's problematic for them with mm-hmm. tents is going to disappear. This is not so. Mm. Um, this is w- the first process, and the first process, the mayor himself has said, is going to impact on 180 people. What is 180 people compared to what we're seeing at the moment? Mm. You climb uh, off a taxi at the um, deck and you see 180 people. So that, that would be one little batch of people that would be out. We're talking 4,692. It'll probably go to 7,000 when we finish the count um, this month. Carlos Mosquita, he's an activist for homeless person rights. Your thoughts, your calls, 021-446-0567. You can drop me a WhatsApp, 72 